Hey there, cities! Welcome back for another episode of Secret Session Podcast. These are your hosts, Noel and Alice. And today is the day after my birthday. Um, yes! And so I'm turning 23. I mean, I just turned 23, I guess. Yeah, we were recording uh, yeah. this. Uh, I'm Wait, still 22. Your birthday, <laughs> but it will come out when Alice um, is 23. So. Yes. And um, what better song? to talk about than right where you left me. Exactly. You might remember from November, um, my birthday, I got to pick Eyes Open and Safe and Sound yeah. to talk about. Uh, yeah, so this time I chose. Yeah. <laughs> I chose right where, so. I chose right right where you left me. me because, okay, uh, it says the number 23, yeah. but also it's one of my favorite songs. Like. Ever, I have uh, yeah. an insane obsession with this song. I think I played it on repeat for days, and I'm not kidding when I say this. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm insane. I know you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, this is uh, this song is very close to my heart. So I wanted to talk about this. <laughs> and okay, so this is a bonus track from Evermore. This is the 16th track. Okay, let's talk about the Evermore bonus tracks because yeah. there is an interesting thing happening. We know that Evermore in general is, is about closure, is about things ending, is about this uncertainty for the future and the bonus tracks offer you two different endings because the first one is right where you left me so you're stuck in this situation. You can get out of it and the other one is it's time to go that's exactly the opposite situation the setting is the same because they're both in a restaurant yeah but in it's time to go the protagonist decides that she has to move on they have to move on and exactly. so yeah and that's so there's kind of the there's also like the same kind of breakup you know yeah it's a long relationship between two people who suddenly is being broken off yes. by either the one leaving. Yeah, it's yeah, it's broken off by the same person, basically the one that's leaving. But in right where you left me, the protagonist is being left off, while in it's time to go, it's the protagonist that chooses to go. Yeah, like in one situation, she's like passive, I want to say. So yeah, things happen yeah. and she doesn't do anything. Uh, and in the other, she. Um, I wanted to say takes she's the power, but she's, she's. Yeah, she's. She's actively choosing. Yeah, exactly. To move on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're talking, <clears throat> we're talking about relationships because that's the thing. Um, yeah, Taylor is talking about in songs, but it's so much more. Than yeah, with relationships, relationship. I I include friendships and stuff because we know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, especially in it's time to go. Uh, yeah, especially it. in it's time to go. I think it's not a romantic relationship. No, that she's exactly. Talking about yeah. in reality. And this song was written by Taylor Swift and Aaron Dessner. We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> We love this. <laughs> um, the title itself could be a callback to the 1989 song All You Had To Do Was Stay on some level. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, 
I was grinning because we are going to talk about 1989 soon. Oh yeah, about this song Taylor said, the song is about a girl who stayed forever in the exact spot where her heart was broken, completely frozen in time. That's quite straightforward, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, I think we can start, we can with, the start with the lyrics. Okay, the first verse starts with Friends break up, friends get married, strangers get born, strangers get buried. Trends change, rumors fly through new skies, but I'm right where you left me. Matches burn after the other, pages turn and stick to each other, wages earned and lessons learned, but I'm right where you left me. Yeah, can I say one thing? The banjo yeah. in the song is yeah. oh my god, it's so subtle. perfection! Yeah, it's so but you can hear it. And perfect. And yeah. I love the banjo, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so perfect. So, um, and the... can I just say, yeah. I love the rhyming of this song, yeah. it's so perfectly constructed. I'm still mesmerized that she actually wrote. This song. Okay. Yeah, this song is perfection. I mean, yeah. So the first lines show how life changes and goes on for other people, while the protagonist of the story is stuck in this very specific situation. And I would like to focus on the first three words, which are easily friends break up. Because mm -hmm. later in the song, we get to know that the protagonist of the story has been broken up with and she can't move on. And while being in these situations, she sees that other people go through breakups too, but they can move on with their life easily. And this makes it even worse because she sees other people doing what she can do. And I don't, I don't, she's described this so well. As where this song is so relatable to me, at least it was, and that's how it feels. <laughs> I saw your look. I I love that you that you said it was. Yes. I, I think I'm finally clean. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Um, and there is a parallel with another song that we have, everyone absolutely loves, uh, which is yeah. all too well. And the lyrics are, time won't fly, it's like I'm paralyzed by it. I'd like to be my old self again, but I'm still trying to find it. And in, a, in a nutshell, it's the song. Yeah, it's right yeah. where you left me. Yeah. We have another parallel for Rumors Fly Through New Skies. Yeah. It's obviously from Blank Space. Ain't it funny, Rumors Fly. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's curious that she chose Rumors Fly. Yeah. Like, Blank Space, I'd say it's like, it doesn't make much sense in Right Where You Left Me, but it yeah. does. But maybe also the age thing. Yeah. I don't know, maybe um, we think I mean, that this Space, song is uh, fictional, yeah. but yeah, we, we know do. that when she was 23, she wrote 1989, so Blank Space and the other songs. Uh, and so maybe she went back to that period of life thinking while yeah. writing this song. We also said this about Cardigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's all fictional, but we still think it's loosely inspired by her own life, like yeah. any other song yeah, she's exactly. ever Yeah, exactly. We're not saying that she uh, 
that the story was this one for her, but uh, we also think that she, something like this picked, happened to her. Yeah. Yeah, she picked emotions and feelings she's had um, when she was like 23, and she yeah. put them in this song. Yeah. Also, the trends change. Yeah. That's a direct um, parallel with Willow. Life was a willow and it bent right to your wind, but I come back stronger than a 90s trend. Yes, she does. I mean, trends change, but she comes back stronger yeah. than a 90s trend. A, a trend that's, you know, changed with time, but yeah. She, she can come back anytime she wants yeah. to. Yes. <laughs> she has. And, and then we have the first. I'm right where you left me. So the protagonist feels like her life stopped at the moment when she was broken up with. She is literally in the spot where the former lover broke up with her. Spot which he physically left. And spot where he left her, where he broke up with her. Yeah. It's the double meaning of the verb leave. And, and then we have matches burn out after the other and this reference to matches uh, reminds one of the lyric but I took your matches before fire could catch me in the song Dear John of course yeah. and also in picture to burn so watch me strike a match on all my wasted time and on some level the matches here identify time passing I have this image in my head it's like I picture candles being lit in the middle of the night by these matches. I don't know why it's night. Maybe because <laughs> I'm yeah. mentally there. <laughs> but it's this haunting and also haunted scene. Because I don't know, I feel like, of course, the protagonist isn't really stuck in the restaurant. She's there with, the, with her mind. But um, I imagine her not sleeping well during the night and like, being awake with these candles because it's pretty image. Yeah, I'm fine with my spied, my beers and my candles. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Closure. That's it. <laughs> yeah, also it's curious how she used the word matches burn. Because yeah. in Picture to Burn and Dear John, she was the one who lit the matches. Yeah. Either by well, I mean in Dear John she took away the matches in order to survive that relationship. Yeah. She was the one who broke up with. <clears throat> and in Picture to Burn, she's the one who lit the matches. Yeah. I don't know. It Here it's more passive, like you said earlier. Yeah, but it's like... It's not clear who lights the matches. But also in, in the image uh, that I explained before yeah, yeah it's her but it's not her you know what mm -hmm, i'm saying it's yeah. like it's her body but her i don't want to say soul because i don't think oh, we yeah. have a soul but yeah her mind is <laughs> that was deep. Um, <laughs> her mind listen i study neuroscience i don't think i can believe yeah, this no. i don't know if i'm allowed um <laughs> but yeah her mind were, was somewhere else so yeah she, of course she went on with her life but was it really her that's final question I guess mm -hmm. but maybe we're reading too much into this <laughs> but, well I mean 
I think we, I mean, we don't need to decide, but I guess we can see two scenarios. Yeah, one where exactly. she is physically stuck there and the things she lists, like uh, Transchain, Rumors Fly, Matches Burn, that's other people going on with their lives and yeah. she's just stuck there. But we can also say that she stopped mentally to when she was 23 yeah. and she physically she lives on. She's the one who uh, burned the matches, who see trends change, who... Yeah, <laughs> everything else that she's been saying. And mentally she's stuck there and she keeps thinking about that moment. Yeah. I guess it's two levels. Like one is yeah. more she's become a ghost of herself physically and the other is mentally yeah i guess but i think it works either way i mean it depends on what you want, want to, to yeah. think of when you listen to the song in yeah. that moment you yeah know? you're right and then we have they just turn and stick to each other and we know that in her discography taylor often used the imagery of books to describe relationships the pages turning mean that life actually moves on, but the protagonist doesn't have a clear view of it because these pages stick to each other and so everything is like blended together. And at the same time, when you read a book and the pages stick together, you miss part of the story, meaning that while being stuck in the past, the protagonist also loses parts of her story and of her present. And so she's losing context in the storyline. Yeah. No. This is so cool. <laughs> this is so cool. And now we have a bunch of parallels. Oh yeah, like a lot. <laughs> As you said, she loves doing this pages turn thing. I like that, so. because we love books, so... Yeah, so... The story of us. The story of us looks a lot like a tragedy now. From Enchanted, this is me praying that this was the very first page, not where the storyline ends. From Holy Ground, the stories got dust on every page. From Cornelia Street, we wear a fresh page on a desk, filling in the blanks as we go. And from Death by a Thousand Cuts, if the story is over, why am I still writing pages? It's one better than the other. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's, it gets better and better. <laughs> I think this is officially my favorite metaphor yeah. that Taylor uses. Yeah. And then we have wages earned and lessons learned. This line underlines the life moves on. The protagonist still goes to work, makes mistakes, and learns from them. Or maybe there are like things that, I mean, as I said earlier, maybe these are the things that other people are doing, which she can do since she's physically stuck in this yeah. loophole. We have a parallel with the song I Forgot You Existed. Taught me some hard lessons. I just forget what they were. It's all just a blur. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> then we have the chorus. Help, I'm still at the restaurant. Still sitting in the corner I haunt. Cross-liked in a dim light. They say we're a sad side. I swear you could hear a hairpin drop. Right when I felt the moment stop. Glass shatter on the white cloth, everybody moved on, I stayed there. Dust collected on my pinned up air. They expected me to find somewhere, some perspective, but I sat and stared. Right <laughs> it was so hard not to sink. Like, it's illegal, we, sh we can't sink because we just physically can't sink, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be so much easier, okay? Yeah, but also, 
I think that this song is all very co connected. So like the verse and the chorus are really, really, really yeah, the, connected. The, also lyrically the wise. Is, yeah, yeah, also the lyrics because at some point she, I don't know, you have to read it, the whole yeah. thing together. It's called Enjambement. Enjambement. <laughs> oh, it was a thing from high school. I don't know. Yeah, at yeah. some point. No, we always said Enjambement. <laughs> I just remembered this. Yeah, it's when yeah. she she doesn't close the lyrics in the line. Yeah. She, she closes them in the next line. So she breaks off the... The lyrics into yeah. lines. So the help at the beginning of the verse identifies that the protagonist wants to change her situation and so that she wants to move on. And and then the the chorus goes on to describe the setting where the breakup happened and where she's still stuck. The fact that she haunts a corner means that she's become the ghost of herself and that even if not physically, she's still at the table, as we said before. Yeah. And then we have the opinion of people. They say, what a side. What a sad side. Yeah, what a side. So people say, what a sad side. And we assume that the people who were present when this scene happened, because it was in a public place. Mm -hmm. This could also be a way to stress the fact that it wasn't all in her head but that people actually reacted to it, realizing that something really sad and probably life-changing was happening. You know, it was clear to everybody what was happening. It is structured the same as in Champion Problems, when people say what a shame she's fucked in the head. Um, can I say? Yeah. That we have basically the same thing that's happening. It's a breakup. Yeah. A traumatic breakup. <laughs> And in Champion Problems, she was the one who was breaking it off, you know? Yeah. And people blamed her, like, what a shame she's fucked in the head. In Right Where You Left Me, he is the one breaking it off. Yeah. Because, I mean, we assume it's a he, but we don't really know. Yeah. And they say, what a sad side. I don't know, it's, it's different, like... Yeah, th I mean, they're not judging in a bad way, I guess. Yeah, they're not saying... What a shame, he is fucked in the head. Yeah. Like they're commenting either way on the female protagonist. Yeah, exactly. When she was working out with her whole world became silent and it stopped. And we can see a difference uh, between the first part and the second part of the chorus, we can say. Because um, in the first part, we have people talking and reacting. And in the second one, there is just this silence yeah and we have a few parallels the first one is from happiness i was dancing when the music stopped the second one is from evermore i rewind the tape but only does its pause on the very moment all was lost we think that a similar scene is told in the chorus of the moment i knew with the lyrics and it was like slow motion standing there in my party dress in red lipstick with no one to impress and they're all laughing as I'm looking around the room. But there was one thing missing, and that was the moment I knew. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing left to say. I, I mean, when I realized this parallel, I was... Yeah, it broke me. Like, 
it's those oh I can I have a, a scene of how I met your mother yeah. <laughs> you know when um it's a spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yeah, I guess. <laughs> but it's like uh Robin and Barney and they had oh cheated god. on their oh my god uh, boyfriend and girlfriend and so no um, and yeah and the, the doctor the, yeah, yeah the therapist oh <laughs> sorry i can't remember the therapist, sorry. <laughs> and and robin doesn't break up with him while yeah, uh, yeah, barney just... was yeah barney was uh convinced that she would do that and that they would get hey, together he was hoping that yeah. she would break up with him and and they and she just shook her head no yeah in the middle of the pub yeah and, and we have like see... this ticking and it's it's like that it's like that it is like time stops and you're you have to move on because you have to you have to go on with your life but it feels like that oh my god i have to rewatch how i met your mother <laughs> I was thinking that the other day because I I keep rewatching The Office. Oh, <laughs> now I'm getting ahead because um, I I'm still at season five with The Office Ladies podcast, and now I'm I like at the end of season six for the no. rewatch. So I'm just I can't keep rewatching The Office because then that that happens, and so I just I was thinking maybe I should just rewatch How I Met Your Mother. You know, change yeah. it up a I bit. Mean, in 2020, I rewatched How I Met Your Mother an insane amount of times. I think that I've watched it like 10 times. Well, I'm not joking. Like, that, that's a lot. <laughs> it's 10 times. Not all the, that year, but at least like six that year. I was going through stuff. Yeah, I know. Um... <laughs> You know, but I mean, it's fine. Home and Your Mother was my go-to when I needed to rewatch a sitcom. Then The Office became yeah. that, so I need to change yeah. it up. For me, it was Friends, then Home and Your Mother, then now The Office. But I, I the thing that I rewatched the most is still Home and Your Mother. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, no, that's Game of Thrones for me. <laughs> I stopped watching that a long time ago. <laughs> so. um, okay, um, <laughs> we digressed. <laughs> okay, so the news of the breakup came unexpectedly, and while the protagonist physically stopped, the glass fell down, breaking in pieces. So you, you know, she was holding it, and she stopped. She like, you know, the scene is clear, and yeah. metaphorically, the glass could be her heart. As in the song Champagne Problems, with the lyrics, your heart was glass, I dropped it. The failed proposal was totally unexpected in this, in that song too. So, yeah. I mean, is this album about failed expectations and how we're stuck in those traumatic events until we physically decide to move on? Yes, I mean, there's a reason why yeah. Evermore is one of my favorite albums. <laughs> So yeah, it is. It is, right? Yeah. Oh my god. We have a parallel from the song Coney Island. Did I close my fist around something delicate? Did I shatter you? 
there's delicate, there's fist, there's shutter. Oh, there's too many things going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coney Island is another song that it got. It's illegal. I mean, we need to analyze that song. Yeah. Because I don't think we've ever done it, like, no. seriously. No. Because we have different ideas about that song, I think. I don't know, you're <laughs> right. To get to... I don't remember. No, you know my idea. I can't remember it, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of things, like... <laughs> I mean, I think it's about her discography. Oh, right? yeah, right. I don't think so. Yeah, I just remembered. I, I think we need to write down some yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, then with Everybody Moved On, I Stayed There. That's, um, there's a parallel, I guess, from Look What You Made Me Do. The world moves on, but not for me. Yeah. But, yeah. I worried it up. <laughs> To, to make it the up. war moves on another day another drama yeah, but not the point is, yeah. All about is gone. but yeah the war moves on but not it, for me yeah and, and then we have the dust yeah the dust so the dust is an indicator of the immobility of the protagonist and it could also be a metaphoric dust i mean of course it is that formed on her since her ex-lover put her aside. So when this ex-lover moved on with everyone else, it's like that he put her on a shelf and found someone else to give attention to. I feel this is a recurring theme in folklore and evermore. It is. Yeah. It is. I don't know. I, I just... The image so, of her <clears throat> as a tiny doll that... He collects oh and he puts them on a shelf and then moves on to the next one. This is so tragic. Why am I like this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so while all of this was going on, they expected her to find somewhere some perspective. And they are probably the protagonist's loved ones, you know, yeah. who try to talk some sense into her and help her to move on failing and it could also be the media which always has something to say about you know taylor's daily life yeah more specifically in the song it could be the other people at the restaurant which could be everyone at the same time i guess yeah i guess it was the pre-chorus isn't the chorus right oh (laughs) yeah you're right oh so cool so it's a lot of record yeah The real chorus, I guess, is right where you left me. You left me, no, you left me, no, you left me, no choice but to stay here forever. Again? Yeah, Yeah. twice. Uh, I like that final no because there's basically the notes that the protagonist is in this state of denial. She is like, you left me, but like, no. Yeah. You left me, no. 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 We're not thinking about that. No. And so there is this stillness that is a consequence of her ex-lover's choice to leave her. And we have a parallel with stay, stay, stay. I love you because you left me no choice but to stay. I mean, it's the same scene. It's interesting because while she was writing um, Evermore, I think she was re-recording, she said fearless but i mean red was there too 
It's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, it's the same. Like in Stay, 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 the lover stays, so she loves him for it, and you love me not to to stay because you're straying too. Yeah. But in Right Where You Left Me, it's the same, but the lover left, so she still loves him. And because of that, he left her no choice but to stay. Well, I could cry. <laughs> That's very fucked up. Because Stay, 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 we know she wrote that song about her fantasizing about true love. Yeah. And then she wrote Right Where You Left Me, which she wrote when she knew true love. So, yeah. again, I don't know, Cornelia Street and other songs about possible <laughs> breakup with yeah. Joe. She's like, I can't even think about that. I just need to write a very sad song and put it out there and never think about it again. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what she, she did. Like, yeah, I should literally never thought about this song ever again. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess we, okay. we have the second verse. I don't know, the structure of this song is Wait. weird. I think it's the bridge. Because it's different yeah. from verse and chorus. So she had like two verses before the chorus? I think this is the, the bridge. See, that's what I was saying before. You have to... This song is like... It goes yeah, on. It's very it, you, yeah. yeah. You, you just can't put it in like <laughs> categories. So, uh, I think that from right where you left me to you left me no choice but to stay here forever, that's the chorus. Yeah. Then from did you hear about the girl who got frozen, that's the bridge, the start of the bridge. And it goes on until everybody moved on. And then again, the pre-chorus and chorus, which change it up. Cause, and, and we thought that was a bridge, I think, but that's not the bridge. I don't know. That's the Either chorus. Way. And, and then at the end... It's again the chorus, which closes up the song. Yeah. I think this is a bridge. Maybe. I mean, we didn't check that, yeah. obviously. <laughs> we never do, and we're always like, yeah, this is the odd bridge, obviously, and then it's not. Or like, <laughs> this is the second verse, and it's the pre-chorus. I don't know. I, I have no idea. The point is that the song is perfection, and... Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, so, the, I guess, bridge or whatever goes on with Did you ever hear about the girl who got frozen? Time went on for everybody else, she won't know it She's still 23, inside her fantasy, how it was supposed to be Did you hear about the girl who lives in delusion? Breakups happen every day, you don't have to lose it She's still 23, inside her fantasy, and you're sitting in front of me Yeah, and then, that's the pre-course yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, um, uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I give up. <laughs> yeah, let's give up because like, <laughs> I okay. think it's easier. Okay. So her being frozen reminds us of a scene from the Out of the Woods music video, I guess. <laughs> and <laughs> the introduction with uh, "Did you hear?" means that her story became folklore and it's known to everyone okay so let's yeah. let's get to the parallels the first one once again it's from all too well time won't fly it's like i'm paralyzed by it and the second one is from is from only the young 
you screaming inside frozen in time the context of that song is different but the, the yeah. feeling is the same um let's talk about that she won't know it because yeah. that's also like yeah she won't know it because she's stuck in that po moment in time yeah but also like she won't know it she's not willing to know it oh she's in denial as we said yeah oh yeah yeah so 23 is what the age that taylor was when the event that led to the writing of the song all you had to do was stay happened and also the age that she was during the original red era that had a lot of breakup songs and yeah. she hasn't had the chance to grow up and she finds herself living in this Im imaginary world full of old life projects and then we have breakups happen every day you don't have to lose it um i i mean this sounds like something people will tell her to minimize the pain or to say that she's overreacting about stuff that's pretty much part of everybody's life and that everybody eventually gets over it and yeah yeah like people are saying you're weird because like you need to move on like already but that's, that's so not how it works i mean that's <laughs> for everyone yeah i mean everybody everybody feels the same things in different ways and yeah exactly it's like disrespectful that people expect other people yeah. to have the same approach with life i guess i was thinking about labyrinth oh yeah um i'll be getting over you my whole life that part yeah but also um yeah second verse yeah you know i hate how everybody just, just expects me to bounce back just like that yeah exactly i think it's not the verse it's um, yeah that's the I part i was talking about i don't know yeah it's like people expect her to move on but that's not how it works for everybody mm -hmm. so yeah we have the um when she sings and you're sitting in front of me i think that um at this point if we don't consider the part where she says right where you left me i know it's stupid since it's the title yeah, it's not stupid. But, <laughs> at this point she talks directly to her ex because she's yeah. like and you're sitting in front of me before she was like she wasn't really talking to anybody it was yeah, like exactly yeah and here she's and like no she... listen i'm talking about you yeah and, and you're still there too in my mind yeah and we hear the whole story in this yeah exactly kind of verse. we know i don't know yeah, what, it is. what happened <laughs> and so he says I, I connect this because it works like this and you're sitting in front of me at the restaurant when i was still the one that you want cross-legged in the dim light everything was just right i could feel the mascara around you told me that you met someone glass shattered on the white cloth everybody moved on yeah the fact that everything seemed to be alright just moments before the breakup conveys the fact that it was unexpected and so it also gives more context in in you know the glass breaking and shattering and all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And 
we have a parallel, uh, a few parallels. The first one is from Mr. Perfectly Fine, with the lyrics, everything was right. Yep. And then there too, everything was right, but then, you know, she was cheating on, she cheated, cheated on, and yep. in better than, than revenge. That is about the same Which relationship. Is about the same person, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had it all. I had him right where I wanted him. But yeah, then. She came along. Yeah. <laughs> Got him along. And that's <laughs> it. <laughs> oh my god. And yeah, once again, just like in Shaping Problems, where the lover did not expect to be rejected here, yeah. the protagonist didn't expect to be also Broken rejected. <laughs> yeah. She started crying. And it became evident to everyone else because the mascara got smudged. Yeah, uh, what a sad sight. Yeah, what a sad sight. And that's basically um, a parallel to new romantics. We cry tears on mascara in the bathroom or in the middle of the restaurant because, you know, yeah. <laughs> who cares? And we have a visual reference to the music video of Blank Space. You know, you know the scene. You know that. <laughs> you, know. you know the scene. We have the reason of the breakup. You told me that you met someone. And so this reason is revealed, making more sense of the dust. Because the ex found a new person to be with, leaving her there like an old thing he had used up. Yeah. Okay, then we have, I guess, the pre-chorus. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's still the same in the first um, part. She changes it up in the second part. I'm sure that you got a wife out there, kids and Christmas, but I'm unaware. Because I'm right where I cause no R. Mind my business. If our love died young, I can bear witness. And it's been so long, but if you ever think you got it wrong, I'm right where you left me. <laughs> okay, we have a lot to say about this. She could only imagine her ex's life now because she's still trapped in the past. The fact that she thinks her ex as kids means that a lot of time went by. Yeah. And she's not a threat anymore to anyone because she's stuck in the past and lives in her own world. Yeah, it's like I'm Where stuck here, you know? but I'm not trying to ruin what you have right now. Yeah. I'm not trying to get you back. It's like I'm, I, she wants to move on because we know that she she's asking for help. And yeah, here she's like trying to reassure him that it's it's okay that you have moved on, I guess. I see people doing that, but I can't do that. Yeah, I mean, she cannot prove that their love ended too soon. Because for her, it didn't. There's still love on her side. Yeah. And so she says... If you ever think you got it wrong, you know, I'm still here. You can right. you can fix it. Yeah. I don't think it's like fix it and let's get back together. It's fix it and I'm sorry I broke your heart and I'm sorry I left you here. Yeah. I guess it's not well, like in back to yeah. December where she's literally saying we can love yeah, each other. Yeah, also again. because she's like I cause no harm, so I'm not trying to ruin yeah, what you have. Exactly. But I mean, I think on some level, you always think that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's yeah. not a real 
thought, I guess. It's like something yeah, that you not, think like, she's not oh my god, what if we get back together? To but you know that it doesn't make sense. But you don't know that. You know that, but you don't know that. So I love that this juxtaposition... I love this word, but I can't pronounce it. Juxtaposition of the terms wrong and right. So Because this suggests that the ex is wrong and she is right. And I, I love being right. So. Yeah, we're talking about the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. If you ever think you got it wrong, wrong I'm, right. I'm right. Where you love me. Yeah. So if the ex ever realizes that leaving her was the wrong thing to do, then it'll be easy to find her because she's still in the restaurant where the breakup happened. So the first time I heard this song, I thought, this is basically the man who can be moved by the script. Yes. <laughs> it's the same. Yes. It's the same concept. I mean, the- um, it's the kind of... <laughs> I, I I listened to that song on repeat a lot when I was younger. Yeah. It was yeah, about too. a I different relationship, but <laughs> no. I clearly I have a problem. Um. It's amazing how for each relationship you have a Oh, the first one wasn't even a, a relationship. It was like a crush I had. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and the songs talk about the same thing. So yeah. Oh my God, please, next relationship like, in, be good. Can be moved. He's saying that he's still yeah. at the corner, I think. Yeah, the corner. But and, and here she's saying I'm still at the corner. I haunt. Yeah. But in a restaurant. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's amazing. And I love that song. My god, I love that song. Yeah. I was obsessed with it. Like Yeah. I didn't really listen to the script, like their whole discography, but I was Yeah, I like, I have like obsessed with a few four songs. Four or five songs that I'm obsessed with. I think Break Even was another one. I was obsessed with like, the first time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the first a great time. Song too. Um no, I, I I don't think I remember the titles but I was, yeah, I was yeah. fairly obsessed. Oh, for me, it was break even. And with I'm right, she also implies that the choice to stay there was the right thing to do, despite what everyone was saying. I don't know, one of I mean, those... I don't know if she was right, but... Yeah, but it's... She felt like she was right. I, so I guess that... Um, you find... At least that's what happened to me. You find yourself in that situation. And, and basically, that's what your life becomes. And then it's hard for you to move on also because your life was built around that thing too. So it's, you don't know anything else basically and it feels scary to leave that restaurant. <laughs> and yeah. so maybe, yeah, at some point you think, yeah, I'm right, but... It, clearly you're not but once again yeah. i don't know if this is what she was saying so um she uses the words right left and stayed to convey the same concept if not the same scene um repeated throughout the whole song to say right where you left me for instance she uses the expressions right where i cause no harm 
I stayed there. You left me no choice but to stay here forever. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like she yeah, decided to stay there. Yeah. Now we have a deep dive, I guess, because <laughs> as we were preparing for this episode, I was reading a book called The Invisible Life of Eddie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. And <laughs> I guess it was a happy coincidence because yeah. there are like a lot of parallels between this song and this book. So basically, the book is about a girl, Eddie. Of course, this is a spoiler free zone. I mean, it's not like I'm spoiling the ending. The book is about a girl, Eddie, who makes a deal with. I guess the devil, but it's not, he's not called the devil, he's called Luke, because Eddie calls him Luke, but that's not important. So she becomes immortal, but she will be forgotten by everyone she encounters. And yeah, it's that tragic. <laughs> and Eddie makes this deal in 1714, when she is... 23 and the book tells of the first 300 years of this new life and Eddie has stayed the exact same as when she was 23. I would have never done that made that deal I mean with the it's devil. it's not that simple because okay. as she was making this deal she didn't know exactly oh, what okay. the devil was doing like she was she basically wished for she was getting married mm -hmm. and she didn't want to get married to this man but she was kind of forced by her parents because she was already 23 in 1714 yeah. that's like old yeah. <laughs> um but she didn't want to marry because she wanted to be free she wanted to live her life she wanted time to live her life and travel and with that she wanted time the devil basically made this deal he didn't exactly tell her the details oh, she just good. found herself 23 forever and everyone forgot about her like her parents did not know who she was she traveled and everyone who she met they just forgot about her as soon as they turned their back on her like literally mm -hmm. they turned they turned back and they did not know who she was so um she didn't exactly want that but that's the deal mm -hmm. she made in the end. And there's another parallel, there's another like thing in common with the song. Basically, the devil visits her every year on the anniversary of their deal in the form of a man Eddie drew from her imagination when she was young. She was, um, I guess she would have become an artist had she been born in another time, I guess. Mm -hmm. And she used to draw this man from her imagination. You know, a man good looking. Like she, <laughs> she was inspired by this man to um, desire different things in life. And so the devil shows his, himself as that man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fucked up. I know that's <laughs> fucked up. And basically, the first year his visit was unexpected and he forced her to sit down and have a candlelit dinner with him. <laughs> I mean, it's not... It's not that simple, okay? You just okay. need to read the book. And the next year, Addie was prepared and she basically cooked the whole dinner herself. She sat down, she just 
she wore elegant clothes and stuff. She waited for him the whole night and he didn't show up. So he literally left her there at the table with candles and food, you know, the, the whole night. Yeah. yeah. That's a kind of a parallel. Yeah, I yeah, I get it. I mean, I just finished reading it. Um, there are like negative things I didn't like, but as a whole, I guess I would recommend this book. Okay. I mean, it was still a fun read. I mean, it was not fun because I cried a bunch <laughs> of times, but <laughs> it was yeah, it's a good book, you know, as a whole. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Alice, what yeah, are your okay. favorite lyrics? Um. Did you hear about the girl who got frozen? Time went on for every for everybody else. She won't know it. I don't know why I picked this because I want to pick the whole song. Uh, but yeah, I like that yeah. this part is basically folklore, <laughs> and so yeah, folklore, not the album. I guess I really like dust collected on my pinned up air, mm -hmm. but I don't really know like. <laughs> This is hard. This is way harder than the other songs because, as you said, the lyrics are so well connected yeah. between each other that it's so hard to pick one. But yeah, also the You Left Me No Choice But To Stay Here Forever. Yeah. I really like that. I also like If Our Love Died Young, I Can't Bear Witness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the whole song is perfection. Uh, thank you, Taylor, for writing this because um, everyone, thank you too. Uh, this yeah. song is perfect. <laughs> so I guess that's it for this episode. I'm happy that we talked about this song for more than one hour. Yeah, yeah, because we were kind of preoccupied because the script was like three pages long, and that's like nothing compared to other scripts. Yeah. And, I mean, this song deserves all the hype and all the love, but yeah, we are, we are proud of this episode, because, yeah, yeah <laughs> it was not fun to write, but, <laughs> like, I mean, Alice I mean, I basically would... wrote this, the, the whole thing. <laughs> no, no, the, not the whole thing, but I, I started writing yeah, this one, and I remember it was, like, night, or late in the evening I, I think I was going through something <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> but it, that's fine You, have, I, I like writing and I like writing about songs I like writing about my favorite songs <laughs> so that was no. fun okay. it's understandable so, so um, I guess that's it Yeah. thank you so much for listening you can find and... us on Instagram at Secret Session Podcast and Twitter at Secret Session TS. You can give us a five star review on Spotify and you can share this podcast with your friends, family, whomever you want. And we are also on Google Podcast, oh, yeah. so check that out. Bye. Bye.